0: in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. St. Paul tells us that the gospel of God was promised in Holy Scripture by the prophets. And among the most famous of the Old Testament prophecies of the Messiah is one we heard in the first reading from the book of Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. The historical background for this prophecy is in the 8th century BC, after the division of Israel into two kingdoms, one in the north and one in the south. Ahaz was the king of the southern kingdom of Judea, and in the year 736, Judea was attacked by the king of Syria, Razan, and the king of Israel, the northern kingdom, Pekah, the son of Remaliah. Ahaz appealed for assistance to the neighboring kingdom of Assyria, but the prophet Isaiah told Ahaz that he did not need the help of foreigners. The Lord God would be his salvation. And as a confirmation of this help, Isaiah also told Ahaz to ask for a sign, let it be as deep as Sheol or as high as the sky. But Ahaz, because he had no confidence in God, refused to ask, and assumed a false posture of humility. I will not put the Lord to the test. Isaiah then made his famous prediction. The word which we translate as virgin is Alma in Hebrew, which means simply a young woman, not necessarily a virgin. So in a literal sense, Isaiah could have been predicting the normal birth of a human child, perhaps a son to the king, and not a miraculous event. However, the Greek translation of Isaiah uses the word parthene, which specifically means virgin, and it it is the Greek text which St. Matthew quotes in his gospel. Isaiah also prophesied that the child would be named Emmanuel. Emmanuel is also a Hebrew word which, as St. Matthew explains, means God is with us. Emmanuel is the name given to the Messiah in several other prophecies by Isaiah. In Isaiah 8:8, 8, 8, the kingdom of Judea is called the land of Emmanuel. And in the Hebrew text of Isaiah 8:9 through ten, the prophet predicts the futility of all the enemy's schemes against Judah because of Emmanuel. And in Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, the characteristics of a child and his messianic mission are clearly described. For a son has been born for us, a son has been given to us, and dominion has been laid upon his shoulders. And this is the name he has been given, Wonder Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, the Prince of Peace. And in chapter 11, Isaiah describes the messianic blessings which the child Emmanuel will bring upon the earth. The wolf will live with the lamb, the panther lie down with the kid, with a little boy to lead them. The lion will eat hay like the ox. No harm will be done on all my holy mountain, for the land will be full of the knowledge of the Lord. There are various reasons why the Messiah was to be called Emmanuel or God is with us. First, in an historical sense, the name was a pledge of divine help. Ahaz did not believe Isaiah's prediction of deliverance and he refused to ask for a sign. By giving the Messiah the name Emmanuel, Isaiah was showing the king that God would intervene in history and be present among his people. And in the gospel with the birth of Jesus, the word Emmanuel describes a real event. God literally became one of us, a human being. He took on our human nature and was subject to all the joys and sorrows of our human condition. And this is in fact precisely how God saves us, by becoming a human being, not simply in appearance, in flesh and blood, but also in heart and mind and soul, in thought and in will. The name Emmanuel then is not simply a pledge of divine assistance, it is also an expression of the mystery of the Incarnation, by which God humbled himself to become one of us, and by so doing, he transformed our lives and the very concept of what it means to be human. For now to be human is to be capable of sharing in the very life and the very love of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.